Well, hello there, dearest listener. Today on episode 22, I bring you a rapper out of Staten Island, New York, by the name of Jay Min. Jay Min has been rapping in the New York City area for the last three years and has recently put out new music that can be found on his SoundCloud. As always, you can find the link to that in the episode description. And before we take off, please enjoy a quick message from our sponsor. One, light it up, motherfuckers. <laughs> Episode 22, we got Jamin in here. Jamin, what's going on, dude? What's going on, bro? Thanks for having me. This no is great. No problem. Happy cool. to have you on. So, you are the first rapper I've had on the show. That's dope. How long have you been in the game? All right, so, I've been into rap. All right, rapping myself, I've started, I was a senior in high school, I was 18, I'm 20 now, I'm a junior in college, so three years. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Uh, any recent works you've dropped? So, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, I actually just dropped an album, my first ever project of anything, any mixtape, any anything. My first ever project, it's on Apple Music, Spotify, basically every streaming platform. Sick, it's on iTunes too? Yeah, it's called, yeah, Sick. it's called uh, Positive Regression. Okay. It's like the meaning behind it is kind of like I, I suffer from like anxiety and like kind of like that type of bullshit. Mm-hmm. So like when I basically positive regression is kind of just like a uh, it's an oxymoron in the sense that like I take five steps forward like with my, you know, progression towards like my anxiety and shit. And then like something happens, I just take 20 steps just back. Shoots yeah. you right back. But huh? yeah. And but, you know, that does I don't want to like kind of portray this image that I'm like a depressed person because I'm not I'm actually really outgoing. Yeah, well, do you th- do you feel being outgoing actually like helps you with your anxiety? Uh, because I'm I'm pretty sure does your anxiety come from social? Or, no, or? definitely not. Definitely gotcha. not. What is it like future anxiety, like looking too far ahead or something? Nah, my anxiety stems from my past. Stems from like shit that just went on in my life. Gotcha. But um, yeah, I definitely social. Nah, I'm. <laughs> I all right. So to answer your question, outgoing. My outgoingness doesn't. I don't think. Personally, I really don't think it has anything to do with my anxiety. I just think that's me, my personality. I think that I've always been that way mm-hmm. from as far as I can remember. So I don't think it has anything to do with my anxiety, no. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, do you feel do you feel your anxiety, do you think it's a benefit to your creativity? or Definitely. You, definitely? Most definitely. Yeah? Hell yeah. That's cool. Do you think, did you have to rewire yourself to be that way? Do you think you kind of picked up on that and you're like, hey, if I'm going to go through this, I got to use it for something? Like, what, do you, what do you mean? Like when you when did you first really notice, notice you my anxiety? anxiety? Yeah, I was young. I was yeah. like, I first went to therapy. I was fuck eleven, twelve, eleven, twelve. Okay, some shit. I can't really remember the. I was like six, seven grade, so whatever that is, six, probably eleven, twelve. So, and when do you remember like first using your anxiety for your creativity? Oh shit, when I. Creativity. No, 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 no. But creativity is a big, big umbrella because it's not just rap. It's not just making music. It's like whatever art form that I've done with probably not. So yeah, you're making me think here. (laughs) What what fucking creative shit have I done besides music? Uh, I I was before I got started taking rap seriously. I was I'm I'm a writer. I like to write. I like to write. uh, So I remember like it started out just like writing like how I felt and shit. But now it's more like uh, it transformed into like uh, either po- whatever I was feeling. So like if I was feeling like kind of poetic, I would write some poems and that shit. I would do it. Like I can curse, right? Of course you can curse. Uh, That's I, all you fucking want, dude. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know if I could curse. But uh, yeah, I would write some some poems if I was feeling poetic. And yeah, so to, my like anxiety definitely um, like... Cause I felt I was always into music, yeah. Always into, and I didn't really realize when I was younger. Cause I started really writing poetic shit and like creative shit into like my journals when I was like, like a year into therapy. I didn't. My therapist wanted me to write, and I didn't write. Ooh. I never would write because uh, I just felt like I didn't bring myself towards that. I never just felt I should do that. It didn't feel comfortable. It didn't feel yeah. natural. 
then I tried it, and then it transformed into creative shit. And that started, I was probably like 14 when I was creative with it. Excellent. Well, you know, I don't, I don't suffer from a lot of anxiety. But yeah. when I get like, uh, I guess I'll call them, for lack of a better term, an insecure rush. Um, so give an example. What do you mean? I guess an example would be, um, let's say I'm sitting in my living room. I'm trying to like self-evaluate where my life's going. Yeah. If I feel like I'm at like a... Uh, a uh, career shorts like a like I've hit a career ceiling or I've hit some kind of financial ceiling or something that makes me worry about the future. Important shit, you know. So yeah, financial and like once in a while, career. like if you self evaluate, that shit kind of bubbles up on you. Um, Hell yeah! I know for me, what I kind of needed to do is I just rewired that. Like instead of thinking like, instead of letting that send me down a rabbit hole, it yeah. kind of made me realize like, okay, I just need to sharpen this pencil. No, uh, you know what I'm saying okay, so. It's good that you said that, cause at first that's where I was trying. I wasn't able to do that. Like I said, I was young. Yeah. So um, I really didn't really know. I don't want to say I didn't know, but I don't like giving excuses and shit. Yeah. But like I didn't really know about it. I didn't really know which way to go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely through therapy. I I was on medication, but I didn't really take that too much. Cause I didn't really like the idea of medication. Fair. I'm not really a big, you know. I'm. It's not a. My it's not, cup of it's tea. Not the path. It's not the path set before. <laughs> I don't like it for many reasons, but um, definitely I would say that my way of thinking went from going down a rabbit hole, as you said, um, not knowing what else to do besides mm-hmm. that rabbit hole, going down it, and then as you, just years of being resilient, years of coping with my therapist, uh. Basically, music helps mm-hmm. make music, writing. I was also, when I was in high school, I played basketball all the time. Before I was a, before I was a rapper, I was always playing ball. I still play ball, but uh, competitively. So that, those two were kind of like my outlets. Mm-hmm. And it basically, my when I would have anxiety, like my coach would always tell me, like, my coach would tell me, my mom would tell me the same shit. Like, you know, instead of bringing yourself down, think of ways like that you're kind of like struggling yeah. and instead like instead of focus on that struggling just yeah, like you said sharpen that. sharpen that pencil yeah uh that's that's what i do now i'm very good i'm, a, I'm in a good place now that's good no, i'm, I'm, happy I'm in a really that. good place now you know i always wondered and you know i don't know shit but um i always wonder if like we get those kind of rushes <laughs> when there's some sort of like input output balance you know because like you know how you said like like getting creative in writing or playing basketball is like a way to help like cope oh, with that yeah, or balance yeah, yeah. that. Well, yeah. that's like kind of you giving output. It's like okay. you going and like okay. interacting okay. as opposed to like taking more in, taking in more thoughts, taking in more knowledge. worries, knowledge. Yeah, as opposed to taking stuff in. I'm Maybe. good with both. I like to think. Well, I li- yeah. I like to think that uh, – so wait, so what are you saying? Like, I was just saying like it's – I guess – Maybe we get those kind of rushes, maybe an anxiety rush or like some sort of insecurity Definitely. rush if there's like an imbalance between your input oh and my. output. You know what I'm saying? I wonder if like that's at the root of it is kind of what I'm wondering. Oh, that's a <laughs> that's a weird way of thinking it, but yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. I haven't really thought about that, but yeah, because bro, what there have been mad times where I was taking in so much shit from everywhere. Yeah. Some good some good knowledge from people that's given me uh, you know, like ways to be resilient and also the anxiety and just taking it all in. Mm-hmm. And not doing anything about it, and that imbalance would uh, fuck with you, bro. Well, you know what they say? They <laughs> say like weird things affect like our our brains, like in a, in a way. Like they've done a study that if say you had an IQ of one ten, right? Okay. And if I handed you a bill that you couldn't pay, like a car insurance bill or okay. something, like here's a bill, and you looked at it, and your brain went shit, I can't pay this. Yeah. Your IQ drops a whole standard deviation while you're worrying about that bill. Because you have to financially worry about paying that bill, you drop. You could drop a whole standard deviation in IQ. So you could go from like one ten to ninety, like ninety two. Because that anxiety takes away. Like you're not gonna know what to know. You're not gonna know what to do with that because you're so anxious. Exactly. So it's like you're almost like overloading on bandwidth or something. Bro, it's so it's just a fucked up situation. Well, it's crazy, man. It's like we're more delicate than we like to realize. Like when you're when you're fucking like. When you're in a when you're in a rut like that, when you're in like a situation, like a sticky situation, and yeah. it's like you, you could either fold or you could thrive. Yeah, <laughs> That's the way I look. Back against the wall, dude. Bro, it's like you and bro. There has been a point in time where I did not know what the fuck to do with my back <laughs> against the wall, bro. I was just so like, where the where the fuck do I go with this? And from the help of just like past experiences and shit, just like being able to to learn off them, because now mm-hmm. I'm a big. Uh, I, 
a quote, I don't want to quote it, but like a good, like a way that I live by is kind of like, you're not determined, like your, your strength isn't determined by how many, like what you've gotten hit with or like, it's how you respond. So yeah. like I didn't, I went before I fucking knew that shit. I was just fucking stuck all the time. But now I, I like to think that I'm in a better place. Um, especially with that. Yeah. It's back against the well, wall. Like, shit. You know, the definitely. only real control you have is like how you react to things. And you know, like we, we don't necessarily control our initial reaction. It's like, say I saw, say I saw like, I'm a, like I'm a, I'm a podcaster, right? Okay. Say my friend who's got a podcast, say his podcast takes off. Okay. You know what? Initially I might get struck with a little bit of envy. I may get struck with a little bit of jealousy. Most definitely. And what I could do is I can kind of just ride that wave and let that envy grow. Or I could be like, hey, why are you feeling envious? What? Exactly. Oh, maybe he's grinding more than well, I am. Maybe he's doing more work. This is on me. It's got nothing to do with him. You know, it's like a way to rewire it, yourself. I think it also depends on like the relationship you have with that podcaster. Because like, yeah, if, if the podcast is your boy, I, listen, he's still a podcaster at the end of the day. Yeah, so it's a competitive exactly. field. It's like I understand the envious. But also, I think with that envious would come, you know, like, wow, like, oh, good for you. like. Well, yeah, dude. For I, I, that, Now I know what steps I need to take to get exactly. there. And now you know it's possible, too. So, like, yeah, I, I think that, like, it, it comes with different, you know, variables and shit. Like, it comes with, like, ha- uh, like different relationships. Like, how you respond co- depends on the relationship is what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. You know well, I, mean? I, think I, I think just to add to what <laughs> I'm saying, like, even if it was a close friend of mine who I, like, love yeah. dearly. Like, of course, I'd be overwhelmed with joy for them, but there'd be that part of me that's like, oh, well, what the fuck am I doing But wrong? But the reason you know why I even bring that up is because what if it wasn't a close friend? It's just like... Yeah, like, I guess, I guess, yeah. The, I feel like, that's true, that's personally, true. I feel like the envious would grow a little bit. Nah, not much. If it wasn't if someone it, I knew? Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. you don't strike me as an envious person, but... It comes. It's a. Mm-hmm. It's natural, and it would grow if you didn't know that person. That's true. That's but, true. Because I don't have like that love and that like exactly that yeah. passion for that person, and That's also true. like I feel as if like you could you, you you would you strike me as somebody who's who absorbs who definitely. So like I feel like if there was somebody that did that and you didn't know them, not only would you feel a little envious, but you would also okay. What what is he yeah. doing? What's he doing? Let me watch let his me, shit. Let, let me, me see let me take do. some notes. Let me exactly. Let me study him. What it is? It's like it's that jealousy. It's you it's, don't strike me as a jealous person. I'm really you not stri- a jealous you guy. You strike me I'm as really somebody not. who would would if a you know like obviously not if a baby was in the room you could learn off a baby. If there was any you yeah. could learn off anything. You well, strike me as somebody who absorbs. Well, I definitely take it from the perspective that like everybody everybody I talk to knows something I don't. Exactly. And maybe and that's like, that's what I'm trying to say. If I'm, I'm talking to baby. them, I could I could just want to dig to find what is Easy. it that you know that I don't. <laughs> what what can I get from Bro, that? But you know what it is? It's like me. I, I'm not I'm not an envious person. I'm not a jealous person. When I was younger, I used to be. You know, I feel like when I was younger, little, I used to be well, we all a little bit. Exactly. But what I, I guess what I'm saying is I was able to see that for what it really was. And like in those moments when you're envious, it's really just a call to higher being. You know, it's, yeah. like, it's like you said, <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's get on it. You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like me, um, for example, like, think, like to be honest, like personally, I, I'm an I'm a I'm an artist, yeah. so like I'm I'm friends with many artists. I'm acquaintances with many artists, and there's many other artists I don't know at all. Personally, there are people I don't know that are higher than me. I like think in like, um, like you know the people look at them like clout and shit, like the way gotcha. like the you know what I mean. So like, I think people have more clout than me, but I don't get because that's something people will get jealous about. Yeah, I feel like yeah, definitely. Personally, I feel that way. I'm the type of person, <laughs> I'm weird, I like, I like the whole art of it, I like, like, personally, I don't even look at clout, I think that, like, if you're, if you're making dope shit, I fuck with it, I, yeah. like, no, I, I just think that, like, it doesn't, the, and if you're making doper shit than me, that's when I'll get tight, that's yeah, when, I, yeah. yeah, it's, it's hard, I, in my opinion, and I hope, I think every artist feels that way, I think it's hard to, to, get that from somebody but if somebody gives me that feeling like yo you're you're a problem for me like you're you're making better shit than me nah but if not i don't have i don't get jealous of anybody yeah. that's me well i think it's cool i think it's just kind of cool to be a little competitive like oh friend, my God. having friendly competition with creators around you like 
it, as in the nature of like of um, friendly competition, it it only helps everybody thrive. You know what? You know? you know what? I'm a very competitive person, and I'm not around because personally, like I I have like my team HPS. Shout out HPS. Like my team HPS, um, where consist of my engineer, uh, Gabe, Saint Gabriel, um, my I'm, I'm two fellow artists, IG and Omar. Now, none of us were competitive. We're all competitive, but like, like you said, like friendly competition. I'm not, a, that's not our like thing. Like uh, we spend more time instead of competing, we spend more time just like do this, mm-hmm. like change this, do that, or praising each other. Gotcha. Like that's what we do. And I, I, I'm not around that competitive nature. And I, to be honest, I think I, I'm surprised now that you're making me think about it. Like I'm kind of like shocked that like I'm in not in that because I'm a very competitive person. Well, I mean, it's definitely good that you're you're surrounded by fellow creators who all want to push each other up. Yeah, like that's important as that's, fuck. That's dope. That's important as fuck. That's you dope. don't want to surround yourself with people who constantly want to bring you to eye level. You know what I'm saying? Thank God I'm not around that. Me neither. And I've I mean I've had people like that in my life, and I've me faced, too. I you know I it's hard. Because there's always going to be some part of you that cares about people you hang out with. But it's like, if somebody weighs you down or if someone's constantly trying to pull you down. You can't be around them. Exactly. You can have love for them. You can have, you know. Yeah, and I definitely have love for them. Absolutely. And and that's that's what it is. That's really what it comes down to. Just like, you know, whoever, like, you know, you, 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 again, you strike me as somebody who could read people well. So, like, I feel like. You know when somebody's bringing you down, and you know how to handle it. And yeah. that's the same with me. I, I, when I, I have believe me, I'm, I'm close. This sound might sound stupid, but I'm close with people that has that uh, without like they don't mean to, but mm-hmm. they, they could want to bring somebody down, and they don't yeah. need. And I'm close with them, but I'm not. I'm close to the point where like I know where to keep when to keep my distance and what to say to them. Because yeah, they, they got a knock on your door, exactly, they can't just walk in. That exactly, yes. I, I'm more. <laughs> I'm a. I'm a big helper. I like. Yeah. I love to help people. I love to get into Likewise, depth. Dude. Yeah. I. I. I'm this bro. I, I. If. If. Literally anybody, I'm willing to just even if they don't know they have the problem, I see it and I'll approach them in a way where I feel like they can understand. Mm-hmm. And I would try to get to the bottom of it. And if it don't work, it don't work. But at least yeah. I tried. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's important to communicate. And I think I think one of the things that many people, like, they don't realize. And I guess you can include the people that we're talking about who kind of want to bring others down to eye level. Yeah. Like, the, our network is, like, the most powerful thing we have. You know? And, if, like, if everybody on the network can get on the same page and be like, hey, we're all here to push each other up. We're all here to, like... <laughs> Because, like, we're all connected. So, like, if one of us goes up, it kind of carries us with them in some way, shape, or form, even if in a minuscule fashion. You know what? So, it's like, I love the people who understand that, and they're like, oh, you're doing a thing? I want to help you push your thing. You know what? We see it. We see that so much in, like, from a music standpoint. Like, we see that. I feel like we see that so much everywhere else than New York. That's me. That's just my no, my I, take on it. I'd have to. I, I, in a music standpoint, I'm talking. Because, mm-hmm. listen, like, if you look at, like, places like, like, Chicago, like, there there are rappers that are known everywhere, and they all fuck with each other. Genuinely. Genuinely. It's not bullshit. We, they all fuck with each other. Yeah, it's like you, everybody's in their own little thing, and that's, that's, that's cool, but I don't, I just see, I just see it in the sense that, like, if you weren't that way. Yeah. You know, things might be different, but, you know, that's just, like, I, basically, I'm agreeing with you, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I just think that, well, man, that's why it's like, it's why it's like a scene evolves, you know, it's why like the Atlanta hip hop scene is evolving because they're all networked with one another and they're all like, they're on the same team. It's like another one. The bigger we make this Atlanta scene, the better. Same thing goes in the early nineties with grunge, Seattle, all those guys came up and they networked, connected, made a scene and then everyone came flocking, you know, you know what? Yeah. Exactly. I'm just leave it that there. You're right. Definitely right. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna go into a deeper point, but you know You're what? Going I, to a man. Nah, you know what? I, I I and believe me, I'm not one that holds back. I'm not I just know when to say things, when not to say things. So I'm you're right. You're definitely right. Definitely right. I Fair agree. Point. I Fair definitely point. agree with that. So uh you're a big basketball fan. 
Yeah, I'm a Knicks fan, unfortunately. Knicks fan. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, I don't yeah. watch a lot of basketball. I always yeah, watch the playoffs. Me, I always I, watch playoffs. So, so listen, I, what, I'm 20. So, I started watching NBA, what, I was like 10, 11, give or take. Basketball, NBA, primarily, because, I, listen, I love basketball. I played basketball. I'm not a big college basketball fan until March Madness comes. Then I'm like a little bandwagon. But <laughs> but when uh when it comes to NBA, I was always a big NBA fan. But the fucking Warriors came about. And ever since, listen, they won in 2015. That was dope, the way they won. I think that, like, everybody was, like, uh they came up from their draft. Yep. You know, nobody was signed. Nobody was making soft moves. I just think Kevin Durant did the softest thing that anybody could do in the sense. Go ahead. What? I was saying, what was softer? Durant going to the Warriors or, or LeBron co- going to the Heat? Durant going to the Warriors. No doubt. No doubt. You know why? I'll explain why. Tell me why. LeBron. Tell people why. LeBron. All right, people. This is why. <laughs> LeBron James was putting the the entire franchise, not just his fucking teammates, Dan Gilbert, everybody on his back and said, listen, I'm going to do what I can. One thing I will say he fucked up was when he um said that I'm not leaving until I get a championship, then he left. That was fucked up. I'll admit, that, that's, that was fucked up. Now, he literally brought a team to the finals in 2007. It was what? It was LeBron, and I think the four people around him in the starting five was Algalskis, Big Z. That was, he was a pretty good player. Then you had Daniel Gibson, who ain't shit. Larry Hughes, who ain't shit. If I'm, I could be mistaken, he might have came off the bench. And there was, like, Sasha Pavlovich or some whatever. <laughs> Bro, that team sucks. That team sucks. It was LeBron and four, one decent guy and three bums, and the rest of the team was bums. And listen, mm-hmm. it's, it is what it is. And he couldn't. And he couldn't do it, so he made a decision to put himself in a position to do it. And on top of the fact, with the fact that he came back to Cleveland and won it, it kind of kind of defeats the whole thing. it yeah. negates the whole thing exactly. Now Durant, <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> this guy was up th- on the Oklahoma City Thunder was up three games to one. It was 2016. With six, whatever it was, I, I don't want to. Don't quote me on the fucking year, but it was <laughs> we won't, we won't. it was three games to one. They were up. They had to win one more game against the Warriors. They had to win one more fucking game, and they they choked. They lost four. They lost. They lost three in a row to mm-hmm. the Golden State Warriors. And they he said, "No fuck it. Since I since I can't show up in the playoffs by myself with me as the best, I'm just gonna join three people that are." Fucking the top five in their respective positions. Let's just do that. That is soft. That is soft. You can't beat them. You had to win one more game. And you were there. And you were there where you wanted to be. Instead, you had to join Stephen Curry. Well, he went. If you can't beat him, join him. The old-fashioned state. What do you feel about that? Me? Oh, I hated it. Okay, thank God. I hated it. I'm not about it. Because the way you compared it to LeBron, I thought that you... No, I actually like LeBron James. I actually like LeBron James. Bro, listen. I'm not the biggest LeBron fan. I'm not a LeBron fan. I really don't have a favorite player in the NBA anymore. Oh, to go back to that original point, I really don't watch NBA as much as I did because mm-hmm. the Warriors fucking ruined it. But um, I'm not. I don't have a favorite player in the NBA. Favorite player in the NBA anymore. I used to be. My favorite player used to be Steve Nash. Yeah, that was my favorite. That's time. my favorite player ever. That's when the NBA was in great hands. Mm-hmm. When Steve Nash went back to back, fucking yeah. MVPs. That's old school, man. That's old. Oh my that's god, that's old. That's, that's old shit. Time. That's 0506. Then, um, then when he retired, I was always a big Kobe fan. Kobe, I love Kobe. Fucking love Kobe. I love Kobe. He's, I never saw Jordan. Classy, so. move, classy move by the NBA though to let him have that last game. That was dope. They really let him do his thing. That was dope. It was the right thing to do. That was so dope. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's that. And the Knicks suck. I'm a Knicks fan. <laughs> Well, speaking of the Knicks, I wanted to ask you about the Porzingis trade. <sighs> All right. So at first, 
at first, I thought that, like any other Knicks fan, because the way it looked at first, like I'm talking, like when we first got the alert yeah. that he was traded, it looked bad. It looked horrible. It looked like we just gave up our best player for three role guys. That's what it looked like. Now, what we didn't understand was two things. One, we cleared up cap space for two max guys, uh, potentially. And two, we didn't know that Chris Tabs genuinely didn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. Now, listen, no matter how good somebody is, they don't want to be there. What are you going to do? You know what I mean? Especially, all right, now, I know I said I don't really watch NBA, but I... Like I know about the Anthony Davis situation. I'm comparing that to Anthony Davis situation because yeah. Anthony Davis genuinely doesn't want to be in New Orleans either. Gotcha. But they tried to get rid of him. Like they tried. Mm-hmm. It's not like you know, like like it's not like if if Chris Tapps were if that meeting didn't go well and we were like, no, fuck you, you're staying here because he's on a contract. If Chris Tapps didn't go, I think he was on for like another year or two. AD's up after this year, so he's consigned somewhere. Um, that's why I don't. Like, if somebody genuinely doesn't want to be on your roster, can't keep him. Can't. He'll fuck you up. He'll he'll do things he doesn't want to do because he doesn't like the team. So we had to get rid of him. And I think it was the best move. And if we get, I don't think we're going to because I'm a Knicks fan and there's no reason for me to be, you know, like, feel me? But um, <laughs> uh, if we were to get two max guys, that trade is unreal good for us. Oh, who do you think we could get? Or who do you think we should I think we, we can get, get... Should? Yeah. Kyrie. Kevin Durant. Because Kevin Durant wins this year, which they will, if you ask me. If he wins this year, I don't think he wants to be in that team no more. Because he's... I mean, it's not saying he doesn't want to be there, but, like, maybe he'll turn to, like, wanting to have his own team. Have his own... And, make, and have, have the ability to make GM moves. Okay. Bring people to his team. So, you know, it's crazy. I've always said, like, if anybody could come to New York in the NBA and win some championships, they'd be NBA royalty forever. That's that's something to think about. You know? that's I, You know what? I've never, <laughs> as much as I am a Knicks fan, I've never gotten to the point where I was able to think about that because it wasn't Because what's it's unlikely that we, we would get a ba- basketball dynasty here? But, like, if somebody did that, because, like, that's the thing is, like, I feel like every New York team has had their time in the light. I'd except, cry. Except for the Knicks right I'd now. I'd cry. Yeah. I'd cry. Genuinely. Yeah. I'd, bro. I'd cry. And if you, like, <laughs> if you know me, you know how I feel about the Knicks, I, I would cry. I always say, me and my, me and my boys, we, we, we joke like this, because, uh, like, we're big Mets fans. Yeah. And we're like, there's, like, a six-year-old kicking and screaming and whining and crying inside of us, just waiting to die and move on, but sure. the Mets have to win the World Series first. It's true. Figured the same thing with you and the Knicks. There's some little kid in there who's mad he didn't get his championship yet. All right, now it's different with me, kind of, because yeah. because you know why? It's why? it's actually quite more depressing because I genuinely, I they, I didn't think they. All right, so I thought I was done with the Knicks. <laughs> I genuinely <laughs> thought I was done. Like I thought they couldn't hurt me no more. I thought like, sounds but like when a, that Chris like an abusive moved, girlfriend, <laughs> it really. Yo, know, I swear to God, it it, it is, bro. When I when that Chris Tess move came about. I genuinely, I was hurt. When I didn't know the, the fucking stipulations behind it, I didn't know he didn't want to be there and like shit like that. That was the first time in years that the Knicks hurt me. I was done with the Knicks last year. I was done with the Knicks. Bro, since since Melo wasn't working out, I was done with the Knicks. Um, Just like mentally. So, yeah. and emotionally. <laughs> now, until that shit happened with Chris Tavs, I was like, wow. I thought we were fucked at first and they hurt me. But, uh, yeah. So I kind of am done with the Knicks. I'm back to oh okay. So it wasn't that bad, but I'm still done with the Knicks. So okay. I'm done with the Knicks. I'm, I don't have that six year old kicking at me because I'm not stressing about them right now. I'm not. I genuinely am heartbroken. Genuinely, I can't. They, there have been times, but we. When was it? 2012. We were the second seed in the oh, East. I was about to bring this shit up. We were yeah. the second seed in the East. We won fifty. What is it? Fifty four games. Do you know? Something wild. And we weren't that far behind the Heat, bro. We. I remember Charles, but I remember. I had so much hope for them. You know why? Because Charles Buckley went on. It was like after <laughs> it was after the Knicks game. Like they they played some some fucking team, and after they won, Charles Buckley was like, "Yo, you don't want to play the Knicks." And I've never heard that. I, I'm I'm 20 years old. I was what 2012. Seven years. Ago, I was four. I was what was I? Six and a half years ago. I was 14. 14. I never heard that before. <laughs> I've never heard. Yo, nobody wants to play the Knicks. And he said that, and I thought we were good. I thought we were all right. And then the 
Indiana Pacers and their fundamentals. Five games? Five games. We got one in, no, in New York? It. We got one? Or was it in Indiana? I think we got one in New York. That's I cool. think we got one in New York. Cool. It was bad. It was very bad. Bro, we had a team. We had good coaching. What the fuck? You know, it's like, you know what, though? Even with that year with when we had, like, the Mello, Stoudemire, and everyone around them, I was really pissed about the trade for Mello, and it's not a knock on Mello, <laughs> but I loved those young guys. The you, Galinari's. The Wilson Squad. Chandler. Yeah, we had a whole, like, <laughs> we had a whole court of guys. We had a fucking team. Yeah, no, I really... I, now, listen. Now, listen, though, because did you... Were you hyped when you got Mello? You weren't? I was mixed. I was mixed. You know, wow, I, was hyped. Really? I was hyped when I watched I his first game. I was ecstatic. When they put up his first out. game, I got really hyped. I'm not going to say in front like I wasn't, because I really was. I was always mixed. You know why? Because I loved Gallinari. Did I re- you? I really genuinely See, I was, loved I was young. I was like, I was like 12. I was in college, and like I was... Oh, you like Gallo? These are the years I watched the most basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really liked You liked Gallinari. Gallo in college? Not in college. I was uh, in college you, I while I watched yeah, this team. yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, like, I was, I fucked with Gallinari heavy. Bro, Gallo was so dope. He was bro. great. Some Clippers now, he's dope. He's dope. Good. We he's, always knew he would be. He's a so that always broke my heart. But then, I'm not going to lie, I won't front and like And they I were young. Yes. Gallo and Milton Chandler were young. Young. And we had Amari. Amari came from the Suns. And mind you, I'm Steve Nash. I love Steve Nash. We, he came from, and but when he came to the Knicks, I was like, holy shit. Because if we're being honest, without, without Amari, what is yeah, Steve Nash? Exactly. Exactly. Amari was arguably the best four in basketball. He comes to the Knicks. Bro, I went crazy when we got Stoudemire. Bro, I didn't. I went I, a little crazy. I, I was pretty hyped for Stoudemire. I didn't really know how to feel because I, I love Steve Nash. So like, but he came <laughs> to the Knicks, so I was hyped. But you no, know, I was hyped when he was doing what he was doing before Melo came, and that's nobody really remembers that because everybody just thinks of Melo. Well, didn't we have a winning season with him? Like we weren't like a. Bro, we would have. Yeah. We were on track to make the playoffs without him, without Melo. We we would have made it. Gallo was killing Wilson Chandler. We had a, and we were kind of deep. They were all killing. We were kind of deep. And they were all killing. We kind of had depth. We also gave up. Who was it? We gave up Corey Brewer. And I understand Corey Brewer ain't shit. But Corey Brewer could ball. And he was young. Yeah. He's just a piece on a good team. And we that would have been a good team. All we needed was one more piece. And it wasn't mellow. And But we did add that piece, though. And it was mellow, but. And no, and listen, Melo and Stoudemire looks good. They gave us a good ride in 2012, the two of them. I can't lie. That it was a really, good ride. It really was. Then we had the Linsanity happen shortly. Do you remember that listen, shit? Listen, I got to say something while I'm on camera. Cause, and listen, <laughs> nobody nobody will ever believe me, and that's fine. It's fine. I told I told so many people this. Nobody really believes me, and I have proof, though. I swear to God. I don't even know. You're, you're probably not going to believe me. I called Linsanity. I called it before it happened. Now what? let me explain. Now, let me explain. Go for it. Go for it. Alright. So I was looking in the, into the next depth chart. And I seen... This is before fucking he got in the game. This, gotcha. He was on the bench, Jeremy Lin. I'm looking in the depth chart of the Knicks. I'm young. I'm 14 here. I'm like, Lin, Jeremy Lin. I played him in 2K. Like, like a year prior. So like I remember like playing... He, he was, was alright. Well, he wasn't alright. He was on the bench. But I remember like bringing him into the game or whatever and just playing with him. And he was pretty good. So I'm like, oh, I kind of like this guy. And then I looked into, like, his, uh, you know, like, his resume. And he went to the G League, apparently. Or the D League it was back then. And apparently, you look into this, he, he was in the D League for, like, a game or two. And he had a triple-double. And they're like, no, nah, you're coming back up to the league. And it's the, I guess the Knicks signed him. Or somebody signed him. Um, I, it might have been the Knicks right there. Knicks signed him. And I'm like, yo, he's dope. I posted on Facebook a status. And it said, Jeremy, Jeremy Lynch should start for the Knicks. I don't, it might have been the next game or it might have been two games. It was two games max after I made that fucking, you know what? I'm going to say it was one. It was right after that. Right after I made that status, somebody, I don't remember why Jeremy Lin got into the game, but he got into the game. They might have been down a lot and they won the, he came back. He had like 20 in like eight in like a fucking half, whatever. And he started the next, no, no, no. He didn't start the next game. He came off the bench. And he did, he killed again. Smart. And then he started the next game. And that's when Lin said, yeah, I've been, and I fucking, Called it. I believe you. I was going to ask you. My question was going to be what tipped you off, but it seems like 2K Tip, tipped you off. Yeah, yeah. 2K. Nah, if we're being honest, yeah. I was like, probably one of them shits, like 2K11, probably, if whatever it was. Whatever you still was. play all those sports games? See, 2K19 kind of ruined me. Yeah? It kind of did. What happened? 2K18 was dope. I thought everything, 2K19, you can't even pass the ball. Do you play 2K? No. Okay, so I played back in the day, like 2K14, 2K15. That was dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah those are dope. Those are 2K11 is my favorite. Yeah. I think that's the dopest one, but 2K, 
19, you literally, and I pray people agree with me, you can't pass the ball without getting it stoned. Like, you can't make a like a pass down court. Like, if somebody's open down court and there's, like, one defender mm-hmm. to get the ball by and they're, like, a little bit close, like, the smallest inch, bro, They'll they could it. come and get that ball. And it's so annoying because it's unrealistic. Because if you make the pass a different way, that ball gets through. If you make bounce pass and, you know what I mean, it just it gets through and it's fucked. I don't like it. Hate it. You can't even fucking pass the ball. That's why I don't play that so game. So 2K19 lets you down. Can't play that game no more, man. Goddamn. Yeah, I'm better on it. I might. I don't, if I have it, I think I have it digital, but if I don't have it digitally, I might sell it for like 20 bucks. Might as well. Bro, fuck that game. No, I'm, you can get decent game, game. what are they called? Store credit. Store you credit really and like GameStop or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah facts. Cash, I'm, I'm, I don't know where I... Yeah, but, I don't, all right, we'll talk about that off game. Because <laughs> I, I don't really know how it works. <laughs> I never sold them uh, before. I never sold a game before. It's, yeah, it's, it's weird to sell back games. You're a gamer, right? Yeah. So I don't really know how selling games works. And it's shit. like, put it this way, that everyone you sell a game to knows they got you by the balls. Fuck that, bro. You know, it's like, you, you'll pay $60 for it, and you, if you're lucky, you'll get 10 15 back. If you're lucky. So Fuck it's like, that. you're better off, like, what I do is, like, I just keep my games, I'm just gonna build a library one day. Because, <laughs> like, what the fuck else am I gonna do? Get pen- So like, you get- never sold shit? Like, I've maybe- sold shit that, like, I just ended up not liking. Like, if I didn't like the game, I sell it back. Oh, all right, all right, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But, like, I if bet, I bet, like bet, the bet. game even in the slightest, it's like, yeah, keep it. No, definitely. Yeah, what? I get that back. No, no, definitely. But, yeah, uh, genuinely, I cannot stand 2K19. I think that shit is trash. Yeah. Bro, it's, like, the biggest difference compared to the year before. Which is so funny because most sports games kind of keep the same thing going. Bro, Madden is yeah. dope. I yeah. think Madden is dope. I think Madden 19 is dope. I haven't played compared, Madden 19. I haven't bro, played Madden they, they, those games get progressively better. As it should be. Like, I understand they probably could make that game Madden 100 times better, but they don't because they need it for the following years. I understand that. But they, they don't fall back like fucking 2K does. I don't understand that. <laughs> I don't understand 2K. And that was that was the game I played the most. Yeah, no, I got a lot of friends who love playing 2K. Yeah, and for them, they've been a little silent on it this year, so I Fuck guess, that, I guess you know, they're feeling what you're you feeling. You know, but there are people that agree with me. Like, I have boys that play it still. I have, my boy plays for bread. 2K for bread. He plays wagers. He plays it for... 2K19 wow, wagers. good for him. Good for him. He, is, he does good. He also plays Call of Duty. That's shit. so cool. It's so funny. I always laugh because it's like everything our parents told us to go to school for. There's no more jobs in. It's like... But everything they told us not to do, like, play video games. You know why? Because people yeah. built it. People have exactly. revolutionized it because they're like, yo, fuck, they're rebelling. Yeah. <laughs> it's simple and rebelling. Rebelling. Well, no, it is. It's like everybody everybody rebelling. wants to be entertained now. Like, at all times. You know? And take yeah. it from me. I'm a guy who, like, when I'm at work, and don't get me wrong, I'm working the whole time. Yeah. But I'm the kind of guy where I can have a podcast in my ear while I'm working. Yeah. You know? That's, that's People dope. Taking... What podcast do you like, if you don't mind? Oh, yeah, no. I, no, I don't mind sharing <laughs> at all. Well, I've always been a big fan of Toe Rogan. I, yeah. Um, you know? Dope. Definitely been listening to him for probably since late 2014, early 2015. That's dope. Yeah, big fan of his. Uh, I love the Bill Burr Monday Morning Podcast. I love Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. I, okay. Fucking love I, Dan I, Carlin's I, yeah, Hardcore Yeah, I heard of Dan Carlin. Um, I love Theo Vaughn's podcast. He's a, he's I a comedian. Oh, okay. yeah. He's like this comedian. So you, okay. Gotcha. He's, like, he's this comedian who like grew up in like a trailer park. So what made you, so, I understand like, but what, I just want to know like, what made you do a podcast? What made you do a podcast? It's just like, I, I realized that like one, I love talking to people. Like, I love so, just doing this shit. I like talking to people too. Exactly. Right? Shooting shit, shit having a conversation. I love that. So I like, I like, you know why? I like picking people's brains and I like not only picking people's brains, I just like understanding you a person i like yeah. getting to understand somebody i always felt as if i was misunderstood mm-hmm. and i still am i feel like <laughs> i could be wrong i just yeah. feel that way by myself i feel like nobody can understand me and it sounds it might sound like whatever but hey, i know that's how you feel yeah that's and i just i personally i think that has a lot to do with it because i really love anybody bro to get yeah. to understand anybody that's who i am so i, I feel you with that yeah, Definitely. I love I love I love uh, talking to people. I love fucking She's dope. like um you know I had I had all the equipment like I had this audio equipment from all the music I've been making you know making music yeah I mean well this isn't here for for nothing <laughs> bro yeah yeah no we'll we'll talk off camera we will uh, talk I'll, off I'll camera a couple things. we will talk off camera but uh you know what I'm saying like I had I had all the setup you said making music I was like oh <laughs> what <laughs> damn all right all right that's Hell conversation yeah. Hell, exactly and um fucking it's just fun. You know, it's a good time. And the other thing is, like, I have so many talented people in my network. You know, that's kind of like what what kind of opened my eyes too. I was like, I love what so many people in my life are doing. I yeah. almost want to connect all of them. 
You know, I want everyone this to know, hey, we're, fucking do it. we're all fucking out here. We're all, because you know what it is, man? It's like, we, we were kind of getting into it earlier, but it's like, support your local scene. Like, your local scene can, can sustain, can sustain art. Facts. You know? Legitimately. And it's Facts. Like, look, I'm not, and I'm not saying like, it's, it's that easy to make everybody hear Jimi Hendrix or make everybody bro, hear but fucking like, Post Malone. But yo, but you like, know? yeah, one step closer when you come together. Exactly. Unity. And that's you know what I'm not even gonna. Hit, hey, you bro, know what? A lot of people. That. I'm sure. I'm sure you're from Staten Island, right? Yeah, I'm from so, Staten Island. I'm sure you hear people complain about, oh man, there's nothing to do around here, bro. All right, so I can't fucking now, now stand here in that. Now listen, people. you're from Staten Island? No, no, I've always been from Long Island. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So yeah, oh my god, how annoying that is from the outside looking in, bro. That's probably fucking annoying. Yeah. But um, okay. So one thing I will say about Staten Island, I don't complain about Staten Island for a couple reasons. One, you need to understand. You Staten Island is a great place to raise a family. I think yeah, I really it's think the reason why it's it's the borough that like people go and settle and have families. That, like, it's a borough to settle down, bro. Yeah, exactly. You want to have fun, bro? I understand being a college student and living in Staten Island. That could be fucking annoying. I understand yeah. that. Now, I I get that vibe too, but I don't complain about it because this is where I this is my home. Yeah, this is where I live. This is where I've always known to be home. Why would I hate on my home? I don't. I don't do that. I can't. I can't. I don't know. I can't. Connect no, I feel to that. you, dude. You can't. You can't. Because you're thankful. You're, you're gratuitous, bro. You know? I and you could have grown up in like ter- any not even much worse places, even slightly worse. Bro, places. I'll give you like, this. I'll give you this. Mom, I was talking. I was talking to this girl that I talk to now, and she, um, we were driving, and on the South Shore, Staten Island, and I live on the North Shore. Well, I lived on the North Shore all my life, mm-hmm. and we were driving on the South Shore. And nothing, nothing wrong with South Shore. Nothing wrong. If anybody sees on South Shore, <laughs> nothing wrong with South Shore. Personally, North Shore is home to me. So, um, so, fucking, she was like, we were go, going, and uh, my dad was, my dad passed away. He was buried mm-hmm. on the South Shore. So we were driving past that cemetery, and she was like, we were looking at the house, and we were like, oh, these are nice. And I showed it. My mom was going to buy a house on the South Shore. And, Thank now, like my feelings towards the North Shore and like my mm-hmm. feelings towards the South Shore. I'm just like, thank God she didn't, because like, so like going back to what you're saying, like I could have been somewhere else where I didn't want to be. Exactly. And I could have had that same feeling towards the North Shore if I grew up on the South Shore. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like I'm very grateful for where the fuck I'm at and like where I I loved and, and like when and like when we were born too. I, all right. So go ahead. What were your opinions well, on that? I was gonna say is like dude, the time we live in now, like especially if you're a creator, or you're yeah. an artist, like it's never been better. Like do, okay, do, dope, yeah, you know definitely. Fuck yeah. Like, oh my god, what? So you see the tools we have, social media, shit, all that shit. Distribution, distribution used to cost thousands, cost nothing now. Exactly. Like, but all right, now I agree to the, and I will defend that wholeheartedly, yeah. no doubt. And I'm sure you can agree with what I'm gonna say, hopefully. But I think you you will. I feel like. That society in general just sucks nowadays. Uh, no, 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 no. That's a bad way to put it. It's a bad way to put it. I think society, uh, is is more flawed than it's ever been. Uh, and just you know, before our time and shit. I just feel like if we were to, I feel like, all right, you know what? This is where you're not gonna agree with me. I feel like. I'm better off in a other era. Okay, that's <laughs> fair. That's fair. You feel out of place. See, no, I, I don't like to say that because I don't okay. feel out of place. Right, I, I, right, I'm right. a, I'm able to adapt very gotcha. well. I'm a very good adapter. <laughs> 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 I like to adapt. I'm good at adapting to people. You're, to, to, I'm good at conforming. Um, you make Darwin proud. <laughs> <laughs> that was so deep. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, fucking yeah, bro. I, I don't think feel out of place. I just feel I don't like. There are things I, well, I'm not a it? fan of. Well, what's of uh, what's really turning you off in the society? What's the what's the big turn off? We're gonna get deep. Yeah, All we're right, get deep. Because here's the thing: it's like uh, your okay. overall thesis. I don't necessarily agree with, but I agree there are some flaws that yeah. are so deep it's alarming. Yeah. That's why I changed it. Yeah. I don't. I don't I, society don't suck. Society will never suck. I don't think society. Society's beautiful. Yeah. I think it's so flawed though. I think there are so many fucking flaws in it. There are so bro like. Uh, just the shit, the shit that's obvious, bro. Like, I think that like, I'm trying to think of a good one. It's all good. It's all good. Trying to think of a really good one. Um, like, 
us just not being a good one. It's like a good example that we've talked about already, like just not being unified and like working together. Yeah, well, and then and that can go in different categories. That can go f- mm-hmm. different types of people, and that's what I'm trying to say. It matches for everybody's unified. Well, I feel like you know I'm fortunate enough that the people on my block always stayed like in Me good too. communication with Me each too. other, neighbor to neighbor. But Me seemingly too. from talking to people, the general like social climate is like people just seem more disconnected to their neighbors than ever. That's why I say you know it. that that's definitely something I don't like. That's definitely something I would like to see change. Okay, me too. Now that's why I I changed it because I'm not upset where I'm at. Yeah, I'm not genuinely. I'm not. I, if I had a, and I'm scared of like, <laughs> I, as much as as pussy as it sounds, I'm scared of change. But I'm not scared of change. It, it, it all depends. But anywho, the reason why I say that is because like if I were to go. If I was offered the ability to like go into a different era, I wouldn't. As mm-hmm. much shit as I talk, I wouldn't. Because interesting. Because I am not like I would be afraid of how I would turn out. And now I, I am good at adapting, but I don't dislike where I'm where what today is about. I'm I'm not I don't dislike it either, dude. Like I, I actually fucking The social it, media man. shit, the the tools that we have as like fucking creators and shit, I think that it's dope, and well, bro, we go back. Well, we can't get that shit. Yeah, exactly. We exactly. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. This is all a beautiful thing, I think. So that's that's my take. I'm just with you. I just think we should all work together a little bit more. You know, it's like yeah. we, you know, things things are changing. Like things are gonna radically change in our lifetime. Like the next fifty I just don't years. Know how, bro? It's hard. It's hard to see what's coming. Nobody's got a crystal ball. People think that they do, though. People think that they do. You're right. <laughs> Like it's I, funny I, to me. I was told ten years ago, automatic cars would be driving yeah, me to work by yeah, now. We heard that. You I know? heard that. I was kind of hoping for that shit. The automatic cars. You dope. want that Uber subscription? You want to just hop in the pod, let it get you from A to B? I guess. You know what I? You know what I'm excited for? It's like I, I always want the, I always want the option that I can drive myself. But I love the, I love the idea that like on my way to work, I get my time back. I could read, I could read. I can I can just sit there and play a little guitar. I, you know what I'm saying? I get my commute back to myself. That's something. You know what, wheel. bro? You know what? I think that's another thing that. All right. So you know, one thing I don't like about today's society yep. is that people don't value the shit that is really important. And when okay. I now let me let me clarify. Oh, you said that market or not? We good? Yeah. Um, fucking the shit that I think. Yeah, this is really important is time. Uh the time that we get to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because people are always saying, like, Oh, I don't like growing up shit like that, blah blah blah. Because we want that time. We want that and but we people don't fail. And me me too. Like I'm I'm guilty of this too. Like I fail to realize sometimes that time is you know, like it's very it's so valuable because we don't get more we don't get enough of it as we get older and we have more priorities and shit. But we can still have that time, and yeah. and we often don't realize that, and we take that shit for granted. We take like the time, the good times that we have, we take that shit for granted, mm-hmm. and like then we're so like fucking depressed all the time. And another thing, uh, since we're on it, another thing that I, that uh I don't like about people is that they often compare without either, even if it's subconsciously, like Instagram. Instagram's the the number one oh, example yeah, I'd yeah, use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're just fucking like scrolling on Instagram. Listen, I don't know if you've done it, but I've done it. I've taken my phone out and without realizing it, just started scrolling. Oh, no. Yeah. That's bro, definitely happening. when you're doing that, you know how you're subcon- subconsciously, bro, you're comparing your life to somebody else's life. And not only that, dude, I honestly believe subconsciously, you're trying to stop yourself from thinking of thinking about something important. Bro, not even that you're trying to stop yourself. I think that you're just stopping yourself. Like, yeah. not, I don't think intent has anything to do with it or much to do with it. I just think that, like, bro, um, like, you, when you're comparing, like, I think you're comparing wholeheartedly and to yourself, the life that you know, that nobody else knows, mm-hmm. to a life that is portrayed presented like all you're really seeing is the window they open bro, the window. you're not seeing yeah. shit and yeah, then people exactly. and people see that and they say yo that's dude i i know mother exactly because I, I know motherfuckers who like they'll upload pictures of themselves on vacation a year ago like randomly like oh look i'm i'm living i'm here i'm living, it's not living. and and you know like i teach their own and i'm not knocking anybody that's doing that i just wish they see it for what it is because they don't understand that they're not affecting I mean, they're affecting themselves on mm-hmm. how they're presented, and they're doing what they're doing isn't healthy because they're 
portraying something that they're not. Well, that, exactly. It's like it's the whole idea about like it's like the idea that like what you're actually doing isn't good enough, and that's like Bro, like yes. that's dangerous. Yes. Like the things, even though the things you do every single day are mundane. That's the most important shit you do. Like the things you do every single day are the most important things in your life. Yeah, the the shit that is most important you said it, uh, that we do every day is most important. And uh, notice how we replaced whatever before smartphones was what we were doing every day with smartphones and with going on Instagram, bro. Now this, I think it was like yeah, or this morning or whatever. I woke up with some shit. My phone, like, how, many, how much time you spend on your phone? Oh, you got one of those. Bro, then. I don't, I just came with the fucking thing. Like, I yeah. didn't ask for it. <laughs> but it kind of, yeah, I was like, holy fuck. I don't even know. I remember some outrageous shit. I was like, yo, imagine that turned into some shit that, like, that you were working we on. would have, what I was working on, music yeah. or fucking anything, bro. The energy that you put into this fucking thing, if you put it into some, because energy you can't kill energy. Energy is something that it it's just it'll never die. Yep. So energy is something whatever I be, I'm a big believer like if you whatever you give, you're going to get. Yeah. I believe that. I feel like if you give the negative energy, undeserved negative energy towards something, it will come back to you. It's like you, it's like we have the power to place these magnets on ourselves. It's exactly that's you a perfect fucking yeah. analogy. Yeah. <laughs> that is perfect. Cuz bro, you, whatever you if you positively if you Genuinely, from the goodness of your heart, if you're fucking, if you're doing something small towards somebody, you're giving that energy, you're going to get it back. In yeah. one way, shape, or form, you're going to get it back, no matter what. And it's, it's it happens before our eyes, and we don't, you don't know why, but it's because it's that. That's well, the reason. Yeah, dude, it's like, it's like they say, like, a good deed is its own reward. Bro. You know what I'm saying? And like, nobody understands how yeah, deep that shit is, bro. Yeah. That shit is deep. Because, and, you know, it, go, it really gets deeper than just fucking helping somebody for for good karma or whatever, bro. Like, it's it's genuine energy that's going to come back to you. Yeah, and you carry that shit with you. Or you, you could know? do a lot with it. You could hold it. Yeah. You could you could hold it and you could save it for, you know, another good deed. Or mm-hmm. you could put it towards something that you're working towards. Yeah, You could exactly. use energy with anything, anything, bro. And that's, it's all attraction. It's all, that's crazy. It's all shit. It's just like a way of, I don't know, bro. Like, I... That's why I was saying this. <laughs> um, Instagram, bro. The energy we put in this shit is fucked up. It's fucked, and it's bro. It's a beautiful thing. It's social market. It's it's yeah. social media. It's it's market. It has its merits, bro. No, it's, it's cool. it this shit is beautiful when yeah. used properly. I think. No, I agree with you. 100%. I, that's the way I look at it. I think it is so. Uh, Instagram, whatever, is beautiful when used properly. But when you're fucking taking your phone out, say you're you're working, you're taking your phone out and you're literally scrolling without even realizing it bro yeah. that happens bro that happened to me that happened to a hundred all my friends bro i see i'm like Yo, what are you doing i'm just scrolling you don't even realize they, it's, yeah. it's it's so fucked and yo imagine if, what, it's what, a nervous you, twitch now man you know what i'm saying bro, it's, it's like, instinct you know what i think it is i think it's kind of like i i hate saying this because because we're all guilty of it we're all guilty bro, of it. 100%, we i'm guilty of what I don't I just, like, everything we, i said we don't like thinking of it this way but bro it's a pacifier it's sucking <laughs> it's sucking your thumb dude that's, That's what exactly it what it is. Sucking your fucking thumb. We're all sucking our fucking thumbs out here. Biting your nails. It's like the same thing. <laughs> it's like, bro, I it's a, so I fucked up. I need a stimuli. Bro, people don't know how important this shit is, man. Well, you know, it's like everyone has so much more time than you think. Like, people have been asking me, and I'm sure people ask you all the time, like, man, how do you make the time for that? You know? How do you do that on top of work? How do you do that on top of school? How do you do that on top of a relationship? How do you do that on top of family and friends? Like... You have so much more time than you fucking realize. Bro, because we're all so fucking overwhelmed. And, yo, that overwhelming feeling is normal, too. Definitely. Like, that shit. And, yo, but... You know what it is? It's like our our generation and the generations that are coming after us uh, are experiencing... They experience a lot of anxiety. Like, anxiety is growing. Bro, it's... Exactly. I was about to say that. It is fucking growing. And you know why? Because of shit like this. Definitely. Shit like this. Not saying this. Steve Jobs wouldn't let his kid play with an iPad. Smartest shit he's ever done. You know Smartest saying? shit I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, there are kids out there. I'm sure, bro, there are kids out there that, that are four or five with a fucking iPad, iPhone, more later than my shit. Yeah. That yep. shit is fucked. Well, it's fucked up. You know, the um, uh, you know, the Amish don't have uh, any ADHD yeah, they, diagnosis. Yeah, because they don't use. Because they're not, they're not doing this. They're not doing shit. this electronic yeah. shit. They're not. Well, they're you not. know what it is, man. It's like I, I really believe it. It's like I think commercials. I think commercials are fucking with our brain because it's like intense stimuli in three in all in three second cuts. Definitely, it's like 
By now, da da, and then they cut. Bro, we are getting hit with so much fucking stimuli, stimuli, stimuli. It's we're getting hit with so much, bro. It's exhausting. It's like you said, it's fucking exhausting. There's there's not supposed to be a tool with this much energy, bro. No, there's not supposed to be a tool. It has more. It has infinitely more energy than the computers that got us to the fucking moon. Everything I could literally spend all day. I could spend all fucking day on this shit. You could run a business. I could run a business. I could be fat as shit in my home, and I could make (laughs) bread. I could make money off of. Boom. I don't have to get up. I don't have to get up. But yeah. we met now now it's at the point where I feel as if we're making a choice to get up now. To get up and do things. Yeah. To get up and be healthy. Because you could do things literally Bro, on your back, fucking ass. Back before I knew what it was. Back before I was even fucking born. You didn't have that fucking option. It was no. get up and go. Get up and do no. this, this, yeah. this, this, this. Now yeah. we have to make a choice. Do we want to sit on our phones and be disgusting but still be successful? Or get up and... And be successful, and we have to make that choice now. And it's just fuck that. It's a choice instead of a. Well, it's hard, man. It's not like you and I used to go like when we were younger. It's not like we went to sleep with our laptops in our pockets, and then you wake up and you could just boot up your laptop right there. I miss them shits, bro. I miss those times. Those times, oh, bro. Chilling in your bed. Bro, like, I just miss the fucking old times where, like, bro, Netflix. Think of Netflix, bro. Now, now you can't, bro. You're you literally, you don't miss shit. You're literally stuck there. Back then, you are. Had commercials. You had to run away, go to the bathroom, get a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You and you, it's back on. Run back in, bro. Like you, that thrill, that was amazing. Yeah, those little intermissions were cool. If like if you had stuff to do on those intermissions, no, that shit was cool, bro. We don't get that, bro. I mean, you could, you could if you want, you but could pause it and just go fucking take a shit. Bro, shed. now you could do exactly, bro. Like you could just eat. You could uh do whatever while you're fucking watching this movie. While you're watching, oh, you get food on your phone. on your fucking doorstep. You know what I'm saying, bro? No, yeah. You could literally. <laughs> Crazy, we bro. used to joke about, that think about, about it. being delivered. Now it's actually now being it's delivered. Bro, fast food being delivered. Yep, all the time now, bro. Shit, it's ain't no joke, bro. Shit is crazy. It now, keeps dude. growing, dude. Well, you know man? It's like if we could just keep the game going, we could just keep each other from tearing each other's throats out or dropping the bomb. It's like, easier said than done. Way easier said than done. We could just you gotta keep add the this intention. Fucking game going. Not not the intention. You gotta have the fucking patience you have to have you have i wasn't everything. even gonna say that either you have to because people have that people have that and they still can rip are liable to rip someone's throat out yeah you have to have the fucking heart for it i feel like you have to have the mindset now and you it's know, fucked it's- now because it never i can't say that i can't say it never used to be like that but it definitely is like that a lot more than it's ever been definitely and you know what i really think we need fucking perspective I really do. And it's not that there aren't things that That might have been the word I was looking for. Yeah. Perspective. It's not that there aren't things that are wrong in our our society, but it's like, anybody who's complaining, do you have have hot water? Bro, thank you. Preach this, bro. Because, bro, bro, like, this is a girl that I speak to at the moment, and not even even her. My friends, bro, I have my my best friends. All right, so I'm in a group chat that I've been, my like, 10 of my friends from high school, and we are, like, bro... We're best friends, bro. And literally, like, there, there's a couple in them, and they, they might see this and get tight, but I don't care. They they don't understand that, like, they have so, so much more so than a lot of people. Bro, bro they, and they are complaining. And I'm not saying what they're complaining about isn't rightfully so, but mm-hmm. all I'm saying is think about the fucking things you do have bro yeah. that shit will give you a whole other perspective on how you look at the negatives that you have and it's fucked dude we're very we're very we're like the most capable citizens that a society has ever seen <laughs> bro because we have so many options and now. tools and we power. have so many fucking which, options speaking of which now that we're going down this road because we only got a little bit of time left yeah. but i have to ask you the notorious landy lodge question and yeah. I, I if i need to explain it if you need to know what i mean more than happy to are you chip gang yeah you gotta explain that shit i don't know gotcha are you one? Are you going to put the chip in your brain that allows you to access the internet on command? Will alert you when you have a tumor? Will just like you could download a language? No, what are you asking me? Like if if I will? What do you mean, folks? So like there are companies that are <laughs> there are companies that are actually working on this shit. Where what they're saying is they put a chip they're in gonna your brain. They're going to implant a chip in, into your in brain? Your brain. Will I do that? Yeah, no, you don't need to tell me what it, there is. <laughs> Brown kid. Bro, the only way I'd do that is if I could literally, I don't know. I really don't know. What I, if I told you, what if I told you, like, what's your favorite, what's your favorite, like, like, alternate universe? Like, video game universe, or comic book universe, or shit, movie universe, shit. or show universe? What's to your be honest, favorite? Nah, I don't got one. You don't got one? Nope. 
Okay. I love I love where I'm at. You love where you're at. See, you know what? This is why the chip's going to be hard for you. Fuck that. So, I don't, it will be, bro, but that's the thing with my life, bro. I've always taken things the harder route just because I know it's not good for me. Not always, but recently I've been doing that. Because yeah. I was going to say, what if I told you you could snap and you're in a VR simulation Fuck of... That. Of 2K. That ain't real. You that's slam dunking like LeBron it's Simulation. James. It's not life. I want real. I want genuine shit. I don't you, want want gen- you want your restrictions. I want... Yes, that is life that I know. I don't want anything besides the life that I know. Interesting. So, what if... What if- I would be open to... As long as the life that I know that I live in is what I live in. If that is not altered or fucked with in any fucking shape or form. I'll add on... I'll add a stim- simulation that I could do. So that would be dope. Well, what if I told you that... But you have to understand, I don't smoke or nothing, so like... Are you saying you're going to vape? Are you going to be one of those I've vape guys? I've vaped before. You've vaped I've had before? a vape. I've been through that phase. I was like 18. Like 18? It's so funny. I make fun of, I make fun of Joe. He's he's never... He, Joe's never smoked. Like, he's never smoked a cigarette, but now he's got his vape. Bro, and I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, you're doing this backwards. Oxymoron, bro. I was like, you're doing this backwards, dude. What, what are you doing? What sense does that make, bro? And, he's, and it has nicotine in it. Yeah. You know what? I, don't I always, like, would trip me out about vapes, because that's one thing. That I say like, that's another pacifier. So I mean, I, I bet because I, you know, it uh, freaks me out because it's like it's like somebody shushing the room. Like when someone takes a hit, it's like, shh. Yeah, it does. Sound, I, yeah. I feel like I'm being shush. Like they're shushing their brain. I never got that. Shush. Dude, I, but, I, I just sounded like shush to me. I'm like, don't shush me. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> I haven't gotten that, but I probably will think of that next time. Yeah, you're going to hear that shit. Like, oh, like, shit. Yo, what are you doing, bro? Like, stop doing that shit. Exactly. <laughs> That's why, you know, people, honestly, I think people should be allowed to do whatever the hell they want to do. Most I, as long as you're not harming anybody else, I think you have the right to do it. Yeah. I like, truly believe um, that. Yeah. No, if oh, yeah, the right to do else, it, fuck yeah. That's what I'm saying. Let's the say right you to should do it. doesn't mean you should do yeah, it. Yeah, the right to do it, fuck yeah. But, like, you know, like, I, I don't like... And I don't as long like, as it's not, yeah, as long as it's not harming nobody else, as long as it's not I don't. I don't like policing adults. You know what I'm saying? Bro, you have to learn. I know. You gotta learn. Well, you know what it's like? Cigarettes. Like, you want to smoke? Like, you want to smoke your cigarette? That's fine. Smoke it where some where somebody can't breathe it in. You know what I'm saying? Go smoke it. Bro, Chain smoke. It. I don't give a fuck. That's my thing. That's you know? my thing. That's something I've never been able to understand because, like, not only with smoking, bro, with like anything that I feel like can affect somebody in any sense, any sense, the smallest sense. I don't even give a fuck. I would, me personally. Yo, do you mind? Yo, do you? If yeah. you if you mind, I'll go. You know what I mean? That's all it takes because yeah. it's it's literally really you it. can't. Your People heart, are afraid to communicate. Dude. You're affecting somebody else. Yeah. Can't, it's not just about you no more. Exactly, <laughs> dude. So. People, people, people have trouble communicating. You know, people are a lot nicer than people like it to used give credit to be credit for. It used to be me, bro. Like, me I, too. I probably seem like a person like because I am now. They're like that person you could talk to, and people, like I'll, I'll give you me if you give me you. But bro, oh, yeah. it never used to be that. It never used to be that for me. People like to uh, people like to jump to conclusions about other people before even talking to them, and we're all guilty of it. We've all done it. But it's like people are a lot nicer than most people are willing to give credit for. Like, if you're lost and you need directions, there are very few people that are going to turn you away. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, if you fall Nobody's and break gonna your fucking leg, if you fall and break your leg, everybody's helping you. People are going to help you out. Not everybody. But Not you everybody. 100%. But you got, you got your good amount that will say, yo, do go above and beyond just because they see that you're hurt. Exactly. And exactly. I think most people are good. I think it's our instinct to be good because, like, I agree. it's funny. Definitely. One of the things that makes us good is, like, we're tribal. You know, so it's a, it's a yin and yang because there's a good and a bad to this. But it's good because, like, I see a human fall. It's like, that's my fellow human. I want to help them. That's the tribe. Let me push them up. But some people take that tribalism thing too far. Or too yeah. little. Or too little. Some but, people don't give a fuck about the Well, some people draw lines on the tribe at very um, ridiculous reasons. So, like, we have the tribe, right? There are people that take the tribe for what it is. And there are people that don't take it at all. But if you do take it for what it is, it's... You, you draw these barriers that like okay like I'll help you to this point or yeah. and yet we're all guilty of it but I think what you were trying to say is that like the the uh I guess like what it depends on what we help that person with yeah. it it it's altered by our beliefs and shit and like I just think that like if we all had uh not I don't want like the the idea of like everybody thinking the same way but I just think that if we looked at things in more perspective then that well, tribe thing would be. I always uh, try to better. see it. I try to think that like humanity. Me too. Me too, man. For real. I try to think that humanity is just one soul fragmented into seven billion different pieces, and it's like when you die, you're just gonna be refunneled into just somebody else's life. 
Yeah. So that we all just... That's what you believe in? I really, I, really, I really do believe in something like this. Something like this. Because it's like, think about it. If you're, cool. if you're Adolf Hitler, how does Adolf Hitler atone for what he's done? Oh, he's going to live the life of every Jew he slaughtered. You know? He's going to live the life of every Nazi that he got doped up on speed that lost his mind. You know, he that's the only real way he can so understand what a, he's done. That's a good way to do it. And I think it goes for the same way as, say, somebody like a Martin Luther King. You know? He'll live the lives of the people that he helped. This way, he'll truly grasp what it was he did. That man, bro. I have a fucking tat of his. Hell yeah. Of a quote. Fuck it, you want to read that out loud? Yeah. We must accept, we must accept finite disappointment, but must never lose infinite hope. Martin Fuck Luther yes. King. Bro, that, King Jr. that is my favorite quote ever. Ever. Hey, well, it's a beautiful quote. Ever. Because, bro, it just stands for so many... Like, not so many things. It stands for one thing. It stands for not losing hope. And it, yeah. that could... Anybody could relate to that. Mm-hmm. Not only, I don't give a fuck who relates to it. It's just the fact that like it's so as powerful as their their words, but they mean so much. And if you're able to live by something as powerful as that is, then you could be a powerful person. And that's just words definitely empower us. But uh, we gotta we gotta wrap this up soon. Uh, Jamin, before we call it, yeah. uh, why don't you tell everybody again where they can find you? Uh, Instagram Nick Jamin, but uh. Do you want me to spell it, or will it be there? Yeah, spell it out. Spell I, it out. Couldn't hurt. Uh, Instagram, Nick Jamin, N-I-C-K-J-A-I-M-A-N. SoundCloud, J-A-Y-M-I-N. Then uh, that's my artist name. Hell yeah. If you're on YouTube, you can see the links to his uh, to his SoundCloud and everything in the bio. If uh, dope, if dope, you want, dope. he'll be tagged on the Instagram post. Dope. Jamin? The po- positive regression out now. Yes. Uh, I got a single, Come Up. It's also out now, everywhere. And I got a lot of new shit coming soon, so stay tuned to that, Jamin. Hey, Amen. Stay in the about. fucking loop, everybody. All you Lodge folks, follow him. He's got great stuff for you. That's dude, dope, thank you so much for this coming was on, dope, dude. bro. For real. We'd love to have you back it's on. Completely obliged to. It's off the charts. What would you be like? What would you be like?